and we are back to the self-made podcast i'm your host anai and this is the podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs today we are talking with john aka the goat of nfts what's up john how you doing all right all right so tell us who you are uh, well i'm john uh currently an entrepreneur um uh, I have a uh, sticker business, and I'm also a uh, NFT enthusiast. Definitely. And tell us what it's like being an entrepreneur. Oh man, it's a uh, it's a roller coaster. Uh, a lot of ups, a lot of downs. Uh, but it's been pretty fun overall. It's a, it's a great learning experience to uh, understand all the behind the scenes workings of how a, a business is run. Definitely. Tell us about your experience with NFTs. How'd you get into it? Well, uh, I've been investing in crypto since uh, 2020, and uh, I started seeing different things about NFTs around uh, late 2021. And so I uh, didn't really know where to go to get uh, more information. I was just like kind of looking at different things on social media. And so I, I just decided to uh, watch a couple of YouTube videos and just dove right in and, uh, I set up a, uh, a crypto wallet and then uh, bought my first NFT in December of 2021. And then uh, as I've been going, I've just been learning ever since. It's uh, it's an ever-evolving space. Um, a lot of different trends are happening and uh, it's, just, it's been great overall. Definitely. Now, do you have any tips for people who are trying to get into NFTs? Because I know, like me, I'm just starting out. Like, I just created a crypto wallet. I have an NFT, but I don't really know what to do with it yet. Do you have any tips on anyone trying to get into the NFT industry right now? Uh, yes, I would say uh, don't expect any type of uh, fast money or any type of uh, quick flips. Uh, it's a learning experience. Definitely take your time because, um, of course, as with any industry, there are some bad actors in it. And so there, there is a possibility that you can get scammed out of your money. So you definitely want to take your time to do uh, as much research as possible. And when people say research, that just means getting to know the person who actually produced and created the NFT and uh, try to build a, 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 some kind of relationship with them in order to better understand uh, why they are creating that NFT and uh, why they're selling it as well. Hmm. And then uh, also just... Uh, have fun and just uh, involve yourself in a community that is learning and on the same pathway as you when it comes to uh, what you're trying to do in the NFT space. Definitely. Okay, and now tell us about your sticker business. How is that? like? Okay, well, uh, I originally started the sticker business because I uh, currently I'm a truck driver as well. Mm -hmm. So that's my nine to five job. So I wanted to create something that was um, a little more sustainable to where I didn't have to be uh, involved as much. Like I didn't have to be so like hands on. Mm -hmm. So uh, with my business, uh, I was I was trying to think of something that was like kind of easier for me to do uh, logistically uh, without actually having to be hands on. So with the stickers, uh, I do uh, get them printed by a third party. And that's, that's been pretty helpful for the most part. 
so with that, I I just wanted to be uh, I wanted to also have another outlet for my creativity because I also uh, create uh, unique stickers as well. Uh, outside of uh, providing ones for businesses and other people, so I I just wanted to have a an out another outlet to express my creativity. Definitely. Um, to piggyback off what you just said, it's definitely so important. I keep saying definitely, but it's so important to like have multiple ways to express like your creative energy. I don't like. I just love being able to do one thing and then jump into the next. Like I don't know. Like my head is always all over the place. So yeah, the fact that yeah. you created that lane for you is definitely. The audience should take notes, okay? <laughs> right. All right. So now let's get into. Tell us about a time you secured a bag. Okay. I, yeah, I think one of my. Um, so in my in the earlier days, because uh, I started this business in 2020, like right before the pandemic happened. And so once the pandemic hit, uh, Clubhouse became really popular. Right. And so that's where a lot of, uh, like, many entrepreneurs were. And so I was uh, talking about my business there. I was basically, like, explaining what I do. And then uh, I received a few uh, big orders for, like, uh, yeah. like 250 and, like, 500 stickers. Yeah, and that was so that was pretty cool that I was able to connect with other entrepreneurs who were on the come up as well. So right. that, that was, a, at, at the time, that was a, a great space to be in. Yes, I want to shout. I always, I love the small business owners that I've been able to come into contact with, like John being one of them. But there are so many on the timeline, and honestly, like I feel like I would not be where I am without the people that I met. So shout out to them, honestly. Like Black Twitter, we we see you, we love you for real. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, also that's where I. Um, from Clubhouse, that's where I learned about the uh, the engagement groups, mm-hmm. and then from there, and then from there, that's that's how I started connecting with other uh, business owners as well. Exactly. Another tip: join those engagement groups. Yeah, facts. Yeah, they're very helpful, actually. For real. All right. So, tell us about a time you failed as an entrepreneur. Uh, ooh. Okay. Uh, yeah, there was one time where, um, well, actually, not one time. It was actually a couple of times. <laughs> but uh, there's yeah, a couple of times where I was uh, late on some orders uh, just because uh, I, I didn't have any. Uh, one time I ran out of mailers. I didn't have any mailers at the time. Mm-hmm. And then one time uh, some stickers came in that I was supposed to mail off, and I, I didn't even realize that they were there. So uh, it, they just got, yeah, it just got delayed by a day. Yeah. I can connect so that, with that. That, that's like yeah it's just like little stuff that you have to really like stay on top of to make sure everything runs smooth mm-hmm. definitely all right so tell us oh tell us about a time you overcame an obstacle oh okay uh oh yeah okay so one time uh Someone was trying to place an order on my website, and this was like I want to say like a month after I set up my website, and so um, I didn't have the uh, the shipping part of the website uh, set up correctly, mm-hmm. and so when they when they went to place their order, it wasn't letting them place the order, so they sent me a uh, a picture of the error message that they were receiving. And it was like, hey, I I can't place an order, 
course not letting me place it. So uh, I had to I had to go into the website and figure out what was going on, and then um, I had to I think I I Google searched it and then had to watch a YouTube video on how to mm-hmm. set it up, and then and then once I got it set up, then they were able to place their order. So yeah, definitely taking the time to really uh, do the research, especially like with Shopify, with the Shopify website, because mm-hmm. at the time I, I didn't understand it fully just yet. So uh, definitely taking the time to learn that the ins and outs of the back end parts of it uh, really helped me uh, set everything up. Wait, no, yes. Like, honestly, when I first started, okay, the my, I thought my website design was so good, right? But I had <laughs> so many typos. Like, it was so sad. Like, I remember scrolling through the website like, oh, my God. Like, this website has been like this for a year. And it's, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> like, it's like you really have to be able to go with the flow and really, like, once you find an error, just fix it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Don't yeah, don't sure. be too hard on yourself. I'd say, because I think yeah, that, we've all been there. Right. <laughs> that's one thing I like about Shopify. Though, it's like once you um, make the change, it, it uh, goes through pretty quick. Like you really don't have to wait. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, Shopify is one of the best like website hosts that I've found. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I think it is. I think it still is the number one e-commerce website. Right, because I mean, when it comes to, they just have good customer support. Like, it's easily accessible. Yeah, a lot of free resources too, like with their blog. Like a lot of people should should get into their blogs as well because their blogs is where they explain a lot of the back end stuff as well. Definitely, if you want some good business advice, tips, um, skills. You want to build your skills? Definitely check check out Shopify's website. Okay. So okay, and now tell us about a time you turned a no into a yes. I believe there was uh, a time when. I gave someone a quote, and uh, I guess it was a little too high for them. And so, uh, for that specific person, I I, uh, I worked with them in order for them to uh, make a couple payments to pay for their uh, their stickers. Mm. Oh, that's fire! Yeah. yeah, yeah, because they they place a they place a, a pretty big order of like two hundred stickers. And they uh, they just needed a little more time, so I was like, "All right, I, I can work with you on that," because we uh, we built a good little relationship, and they uh, they ordered again after that as well. Oh yeah, we love those. Honestly, like a time I turned a no into a yes, I'd have to say was when someone actually approached me to make um, a graphic design for them, and yeah. so no, no, no. I'm sorry. We have to oh, you're pause. Okay. I apologize. What was about to say? Okay, so we were talking about a time I said Jenny to a yes. Yes, honestly, yes. Yeah. So someone approached me for a graphic design and I 
gave her my quote. Uh, she must have not really connected with the quote. So, you know, I just let her, you know, choose a different designer. At the end of the day, like, you know, I totally get it, you know. When I first started, like, I probably wouldn't have been able to pay for what I was charging at the time anyway. So it was like, yeah, no, I totally respect it. Like, no, if you can find someone else that you can afford and that's better for you, I'm always the one for that. I'll even help you find someone. Like, I know other graphic designers who would love an opportunity. Like, why not just shoot shoot them over a text and be like, hey, you know? But, uh... Yeah, she ended up coming back. I guess the graphic designer wasn't, like, I don't know. That didn't work out. So that just let me know, like, my value. And so, yeah. No, oh, yeah, that's dope. For sure. All right. So tell us about you staying true to yourself. Ooh, okay. Um, well, um, for me, staying true to myself is just... Um, I guess staying focused on the uh, overall goal that I have with the business. And for me, um, even though this is a, a smaller business, um, mm-hmm. I still want to uh, learn as much as I can and really uh, put pride into it. That way, uh, in the future, if I do decide to create another business, I'll, I'll have the experience from this one in order to uh, roll over to the next one. Because I, for me, this is like the very first like beginner step into like entrepreneurship. So uh, with this, I want to soak up as much information as possible and really take the time to uh, learn the ins and outs and really uh, get all the systems in place to um, propel myself uh, for another business venture in the future. Definitely. Facts. All right. So tell us one habit that a successful entrepreneur would have. Ooh. Uh, consistency and planning um, so with planning uh, you want to make sure that you plan out your uh, days and weeks to where you're not overwhelmed so if something else does come up you can uh, work around that and still uh, get things done for your business because um, as an entrepreneur of course uh, many people will start out work, working at 9 to 5 and doing their uh, small business so with that it, it is a, uh, a hard uh, responsibility to uh, take on yourself, but uh, with time, you you build up a, a confidence to where you can manage both uh, pretty smoothly. So uh, that's uh, been pretty helpful for the most part, just that consistent part, because even if things aren't going cr- uh, good all the time, like let's say like you go like a few weeks with no sales, that's completely fine as long as you're being consistent and staying on your uh, mission. Right. Um, yeah, staying up with staying up to date on social media and different things like that, email marketing, the whole nine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, consistency is definitely a, one of the biggest roles in it for sure. Definitely, I've like in this point of my entrepreneurship journey, I've definitely been prioritizing discipline, and you know, just making sure that I'm staying up on what I need to stay up on. I've been. Uh, using my calendar more, the planners, I'm using all those, just being more, how do you say, like organized, like organizing my thoughts, you know, organizing my plans, 
you know and not that I wasn't that organized before but I feel like there's always room for improvement like there's no and so I guess that would be one of my tips for a beginning entrepreneur is that there's always room for improvement you can literally change any second you know what I'm saying I know a lot of people who are so scared to even start because it's like oh my god like I don't want to do this wrong and I don't want to do that wrong like no fuck that start you know what I'm saying just start it like do it right yeah because all it takes is that that one customer to really uh take you up to the next level really right shoot okay (laughs) (laughs) like yes it, it it's that right there okay that was the one all right so now give us one piece of advice before we go uh oh a piece of advice um I would say um, I guess um, stay focused on the original reason as to why you started the business Mm. but make it but also make it more than just the money make it a learning experience always be more open minded to just learning in general and um Uh, yeah, just yeah. yeah, just keep it focused on the learning part because um, as as you learn and, and grow, like uh, everything else will come after that. This is really just building that foundation of of the education and understanding everything. Right. Where and then and then you can take those skills and uh, apply them to other areas. Definitely, yeah. Mm. That was a word. I, honestly, it's really safe to end there, to be honest. Like, that was that was it. All right. So, now, we had a great sit-down talk. I'm so glad that the GOAT of NFTs came to talk to the Self-Made Podcast. Tell us how we can follow you on your journey. Like, what's your social media plug? You. Okay. Uh, yeah, everybody can follow me at... Uh one and only JT, that's the number one N and then the number zero N-L-Y-J-T on uh, both uh, Instagram and Twitter. And then uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook too at John Taylor. Facts. And you already know, follow me at Sustainable Trapper on everything. And also follow the Zen Studio NYC on everything. This is our August episode, so you already know we are getting ready for a rebrand. Stay tuned. And we will see you when we see you. Period. Ah.